Welcome back, lady listeners. Hey, lady listeners. Thanks for joining us with Evie Mitchell again. This is the second installment of the A-List, and we'll talk about all her good stuff that she has for us uh, this week in just a little bit, but we're just going to chit-chat right now. So, yeah, you're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so we mentioned last week that we have a book. um, Well, we mentioned last week and then on Tuesday's episode that we have a student teacher book called Teach Me Out. Um, what are we releasing after that, Mel? Tell us. We have the oh, fall wedding book. <laughs> the wedding books. We have. So we, yeah, we've got a couple of wedding book series. What is this? We have one, the first one where she like owns a wedding dress shop and she designs it and he's a divorce lawyer, or he's a lawyer, because mm-hmm. he's in a small town. He can do a little bit of everything, mm-hmm. so obviously. And they are, like, enemies to lovers. But yeah, like the good, it is a the little good enemies kind. to lovers. But, yeah, but not, like, I've done enemies to lovers, and sometimes authors, like, make them so mean. It's yeah. hard for them to come back from that for me. I mean, maybe they come back for the heroine, but. It's hard to redeem someone who's like a he was. He is kind of jerky a little bit. Like he aggravated me in the beginning, but it was like it's <laughs> was good like, for her because <laughs> she's she's so straight laced mm-hmm. that it gets her like all riled up. It ruffles her feathers for sure. Yeah, yeah. and he gets her kind of going, but she pushes back. Like he tries to grab a hold of her, and she runs. And he has to chase her down. It spawned from this idea. I don't even know how he came up with it, but I was like, uh, what if, like, the, what if a guy tricks this girl into wearing a, a wedding dress and then he's like, oh, look, we're getting married. Oh, wow. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> oh, I think it was something happened. from on the podcast. Actually. I think, yeah, we were talking about it one day. I don't even remember how it came up, but I was just like, oh, that sounds like a great idea. Let's, like, oh, whoops, the guy fans the wedding and. Oh, now we're married. <laughs> My bad. And we're working on, with well, that book's already done and it mm-hmm. edits. And now we're working on like the brother's book with, of course, the like scarred mm-hmm. guy that doesn't like to leave the house and the quirky girl who's all full of sunshine. And we can't figure out a conflict. <laughs> this has been a real problem. We're just like, this book's just happy. <laughs> what can we do to make them mad? <laughs> what can we do to anger everyone? Because <laughs> they're so sweet. He's adorable. I can't with him. I know. He's so cute. And I love her. And she's a mail carrier. uh, She writes books, but she's also a friend, too. Um, She's one of our, not a lady listener, but she reads Alexa Riley. So we've messaged back and forth. She's a mail carrier in real life. And she writes, like, romance on the side. And so one day she was messaging me about something. She was in her mail truck, and she was, like, posting selfies or something. And I was like, oh, my God, we're literally writing about a romance here. And she's like, can I tell you about the time I fucked my boss in a mail truck? And I was like, what? what? I was like, yes, you can. I am here for this. I know. She said it was, like, he was one of the new guys that was there, like, one of their her, like, new department heads or something that was just there. I don't know if it was short term or not. But she said he had been, like, dropping, like, this alpha attitude, like, all day. And she was like, I was just turned on by it. And something happened. I don't know what it was. But she said, then we had to go on delivery. And he was like, I'm going to come with you to make sure you're doing this right, blah, blah, blah. And she was like, you know, just ride my ass about it. And, like, she said they get on the road. And he's like, you going to let me fuck you now or what? And it was just like, oh, I know. <laughs> That's hot. It was so hot. I was like, oh, yes, this real life shit is good. <laughs> I was like, maybe we'll make our hero fucker in the truck. I literally, it's in my head now. I'm literally like, how are we going to go back to the mail truck? I'm like in a corn maze right now. <laughs> I know. And I left you in a corn maze. Dirty things in that. Sorry, not sorry. So, these books will both come out in October. So we don't have final names yet, but just look for the wedding series and it'll be there. So while I'm thinking on it too, every week I've been trying to do a paperback giveaway because I know we've we've been saying it for months that we're working to get our paperbacks up like loaded again. Like 
have them available in Barnes and Noble and also have them available on our website. We're working to have them back. So in the meantime, I've got a stack of paperbacks still in one of my cabinets. So I'm just going through and pulling out ones I've got a ton of and doing giveaways. So make sure you follow us on Instagram and Facebook and um, on TikTok. I fogged my glasses when we were talking about fucking in the mail. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> that's so hot. <laughs> but um, yeah, you can find uh, author Alexa Riley on TikTok, or I think it's Alexa Riley author now because our first one got banned because I didn't realize you couldn't post like, you couldn't say like sexy stuff. I didn't realize, I just post the same thing I posted on Instagram and they were like, shut it down. Oh, so yeah, yeah, like I literally posted videos that are still up on Instagram. I posted them on on TikTok, and they were like, "Get out!" So, Damn. so three days we had it up before it was shut down. So I have the this one is again. Shocking. I know, right? I was like, "Raise your hand if you got banned after three days." <laughs> so if you go on um, Alexa Riley author on TikTok now, I do paperback giveaways on there, and so just go check those out each week. So. While I'm thinking on it. And we've got emails. Listener email. Yay. We had one come through a couple days ago that I was excited. So I love when we get new ones. I don't know. I mean, we have so many old ones and we consistently get new ones every now and then too. But like, I don't, I'm most excited about the new ones because I'm like, people are still listening. You know, because it feels like we had a ton of emails in the beginning, but maybe we were more like asking for things. Maybe. Like specific situations. Um, if you have a story about fucking in a mail truck, please send that to us. Readmeromance at gmail.com. I won't read it on air, but I'll read it. <laughs> I'll save it for the bedtime. Or a cord maze. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. If there is like, if you have a sexy Halloween story, embarrassing sexy Halloween story, funny sex Halloween story, anything yes. that is fall related to dirtiness. Send it to us. Or even if it's not, I don't give a, even if it's just funny. Even if you step in the pile of cow shit, I don't care. I'll read it. It'll be fun. All right. This says some thoughts while I listen to 142.1 and 2. Hey, lady DJs. I listened to 141.1 and 2 earlier today and had a couple of thoughts. First, Abby Knox is one of my go-to authors for when I want to read something good, but don't want to do my, don't want to do any research. I, I always that. enjoy her stories. Alexa is on that list too, by the way. I feel like if you like Alexa Riley, you'll love Abby Knox. Yeah. <clears throat> Secondly, I too thought LuLaRoe leggings were more like weird tights than leggings. There are a blue billion of them at my local consignment store. They look like crushed hopes and dreams to me. <laughs> Thank you, LOL. Oh, my God. That's so sad. Third, you mentioned a few episodes ago how this generation of women are the first who don't, quote, unquote, need a man for anything. Shout out to all the folks who work tirelessly for this. Yes, 100%. I have joked for a long time that if we had a UBI at universal health care or at least health care not tied to your job a fuck ton of women would be single and living their best lives i too have had that experience of having my husband be gone and not having my daily life change at all first time i noticed it was when my kid was in the fourth grade apparently he actually did shit when he was a baby and toddler lol <laughs> middle school and high school years i noted zero difference when he left out of town Third, the range, um, the range you mentioned comes from a, oh, the rage you mentioned comes from a deep well of resentment, at least in my case. If you want to really dig deeper into anger, I suggest taking a gander at the toolbox selection of equally shared parenting. Here's the link. It's a book. I did the equity and time, housework and childcare tests recently and damn, I mean, I knew it was horrible, but having my suspicions confirmed that I pretty much do slash did everything Every damn thing was hard to acknowledge. It is a real, it is, it is a real reason to be ragey. And yes, it's part enabling of them by us, but in part culture as well. I wish I had the answers or at least the answers that don't require more effort on her parts because I don't know about you, but y'all, I am tired as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for keeping us all sexy, sane, and laughing. XOXO T in North Carolina. Yeah, I think that's like, I think it's worth like maybe even exploring or discussing with my therapist because I'm definitely going to ask her like, hey, how do I maybe not enable this <laughs> as much as I do? 
Because then, they, I don't know. I don't know. Because they don't even clean right. <laughs> <laughs> That's the truth. Oh, my God. All right. This one is entitled. It doesn't have a title. So we're just going to read it. Hey, ladies. I wasn't sure how best to, re- best to reach out. But first, wanted to say how much I love and appreciate your podcast. Thank you so much for your hard work. A few weeks ago, y'all were talking about some of your favorite historical romance authors, and I was bummed when you didn't mention my personal favorite, Margaret Mallory. Oh my goodness, I cannot recommend her enough. She has strong, smart, well-developed heroines and equally awesome heroes. My favorite series is The Return of the Highlanders, but I have loved all of her books so far. I actually found out about her because she is my old roommate's mom. Holy shit! A fact that definitely embarrasses him, but makes me giggle so much. I hope y'all check out her, check her out and enjoy her as much as I do. Thank you again. And on a side note, Leah, your accent makes me so very homesick for North Carolina. I love listening to you so much. All the best, Lydia. Oh, that's so sweet. I love it. I never even thought about it until she just said the roommate was a man about my son growing up with a mom that writes romance. Oh, shit. I didn't even think about that. Like, that never even, like, connected for me. That never crossed my mind either until right this moment. Holy fuck, Mel. What are you going to do? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Just don't tell him. Let's just not tell him. It's fine. He doesn't need to know. (laughs) All right. This says, hi, I just found your podcast, and it's amazing. I'm not sure if you know about this because it is still relatively new, but check out Passion Flicks. We know about it, but I really wanted to read this email because it's important. Several other authors that you have have episodes on there, and they have done books to movies on. Their first is Alessandra Torre's Hollywood Dirt, and they're doing This Man by Jody Alamopoulos this year, which I heard you mention in one of your earliest episodes. If you haven't heard about it, check it out. They stay very true to the book, which is amazing. Hollywood Dirt, I swear the script was 85% exactly from the book. Please check it out. It will be a new obsession. They didn't leave a name. But that was something, you know, we've mentioned it early on. And, you know, we haven't talked about it regularly. It's passion flicks. If you want to see um, more, like, uh, self-published authors, like indie authors, um, have their books made into movies, that's a great way to do it. It's a subscription service. And it's kind of like Netflix. Like, the more people that subscribe, the more movies and stuff that they can make. So, if that's something you're into, definitely check it out. And um, like she said, like, there's been several authors that we that we know and like that have done it. So, go for it. <clears throat> All right. This one's entitled, Listening to the Podcast in the Office, A Cautionary Tale. Okay. <laughs> cautionary if tale. you have office romance, send those in, please. Read me romance at duomile.com. I want to hear all about it. Hello, ladies. I love the podcast. Listening to it really makes my day. A while ago, you were asking for embarrassing stories about mishaps with audiobooks playing when they shouldn't. Well, I recently had a mishap with my podcast at work. I usually listen to work-appropriate podcasts in the office, but a couple of weeks ago, I started listening to Heaving Bosoms podcast at lunch and wanted to finish listening. Unfortunately, I got called into a meeting and didn't have a chance. I forgot about it until the end of the day when I was getting ready to go home. I grabbed my phone and then unplugged my head my headphones and the podcast started to play. I sit in an open room of cubicles and the words he penetrated were clearly projected across the room before I could hit stop. I was mortified, but no one said anything. I thought I was going to get in trouble, but so far so good. It's not like anyone knew what he was penetrating. True. <laughs> Anyways, I just wanted to share my story and let you know that I love the podcast. I also wanted to see if I missed the swag that you talked about last week. I love a good mug and pop sockets are the best. I enjoyed, I'm enjoying season three and can't wait for season four. Rachel. Um, yeah, so this was an older email. We do have, um, merch and stuff on our website. If you ever go to readmeromance.com, there's a merch tab and there's like mugs and tote bags. I don't know what else is on there. There's some stuff. We need to like go through and refresh it at some point, but. We do. I'm actually going to, trying to do a sale, but I couldn't figure out how to do the coupon thing. And the girl who helps me with the website is in the middle of having a baby. That's right. (laughs) She's on maternity leave. So we're going to, and I think it's her first too. Yeah, it's her first. So I'm probably going to hear back from her in a couple of weeks, which that will be with the merch update along with 
getting the signed books back up on the website. Yep. So we'll do all that then. We promise it's coming. We promise. (laughs) All right. This one's entitled Shoplifting Story. I'm literally listening to your shoplifting stories right now. Okay. This is from 2019. Um, And my shoplifting story is one of my favorite ever. So in fifth grade, my friend and I smoked our first cigarette, but we literally took half-smoked butts off the ground, Ugh. which I realize now is fucking disgusting. <laughs> even now or now or because of COVID. I know. This is 2019. Even, you don't I even know, know. Even before that. <laughs> but at 10 or 11, I was an idiot, apparently. So after smoking a few butts, we decided we wanted a full pack. We walked over to the local convenience store, and I somehow got voted to be the one to go in and steal a pack. This is back in the day when cigarettes displays were just out in the store, not behind the counter. I walked in and just kind of glanced around like I was browsing, then took a pack of Marlboro Reds and shoved them practically and shoved them in my practically see-through white Umbro shorts. <laughs> I walked calmly out of the store and I swear I heard the clerk snicker behind me. I'm sure I was fooling absolutely no one. So fast forward three years and I'm flying by myself for the first time to stay with my aunt and uncle for the summer. As my mom and I were packing for my trip, I decided I need to confess everything I had ever done wrong, just in case I never saw her again. I was a dramatic little thing. (laughs) I love that. I love this so much. I told her about my one and only time shoplifting, and after yelling at me for smoking at all, she made me write an apology note, and she drove me over to the convenience store, which had changed companies at some point, and hand the manager my note with a $5 bill. Three years after the incident. Oh, my God. I'm pretty sure they I see where she gets this, this dramatic from. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> the manager looked at me like I was nuts, and I walked back out to the van with my mom. Needless to say, I have not shoplifted since. Feel free to use my name and spread my shoplifting shame, Brandy. Oh, my God. That's amazing. Uh, can you imagine your mom three years later? Three years later. Yeah, you're right. Someone has a flair for the dramatics. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I've got one more. Dating online stories. Love your show, girls. Mama four, two girls and two boys. I have several dating online stories for both of my daughters. One is 31. The other 28 met their partners on dating online sites. Katie met her husband on Tinder. You're just calling your daughter out. I hope she knows it's okay. Katie met her husband on Tinder, and I'm happy to say she just got married last year about this time. Megan, my older one, dressed like Arthur for Halloween. Oh, she sent pictures. These are so cute, by the way. This is such a cute mom thing to do. Mm -hmm. Like, I love it. I love this email. Um, at her school is a first grade teacher. Megan went through a very bad breakup that really destroyed a lot of her self-confidence and self-worth. Her dad, and my hu- her dad and my husband of 35 years told her that he was going to sign her up for Match.com and he was going to fill out the whole profile himself if she didn't do it. She really did meet a lot of Jonesers similar to the guy in X-rated. The guys in X-rated. Oh, the book we had on the podcast. The book X-rated. One guy asked her if she would have any issues if he covered her in cheese whiz. Oh, God. And that's what got him off. That was a big no. (laughs) Another guy sounded perfect right out of one of the romance novels. Long hair, drove a truck, kind of a cowboy slash construction worker, big muscles. He was taking her hiking and for a swim. Turns out he chewed tobacco the whole time, kept telling her they needed to stop somewhere so he could take a piss and then told her and then told her the last match date two weeks earlier He called to tell him that she had the clap and felt she should notify him. Holy shit. Oh, my God. That was the last time she saw him. My younger daughter and I decided to fix her up with somebody who we knew the fam, who knew the family. And we met him at a football game. This guy seemed like a great guy, former college soccer star. His brother played on the same football team as my son had. So we thought this could work. He looked like he stepped off the pages of your favorite NC novel. We talked her into it, and she met him at a local brewing company. She walked in, and the first thing she saw was on his neck. He had a big, big Confederate tattoo. Oh, no. She ended up staying. I thought they met him. I don't know. I thought so, too. She ended up staying a couple of drinks with him. And then said she was on, and then he said he was on parole and he had been in jail for drug offense. 
and he was kicked out of college for that. Needless to say, we both got our matchmaking privileges shut down. <laughs> she ended up meeting a guy on Match.com that she's with now almost a year and a half later, and it's just the perfect match for her. Such a great guy. We couldn't be more happy. Keeping our fingers crossed, I include two of her messages shutting me down and telling me to stop reading romance novels. <laughs> Oh, my God. <laughs> Thanks, Shelly, or as I'm known as Mama Rags. I love this mom because this is the worst. <laughs> and this is some mom-level shit. Oh, my God. I love that. I couldn't imagine with who my mom would try to hook me up with. I know, no. right? Like, who did? Who do you think your mom would say, this is the perfect I don't know. I don't Melissa. think they would get it right, though, because even, like, who? Oh. Even, like, at my gym, there's these pair of brothers that come in, right? And they're probably about my age, maybe a little younger. But sometimes their dad comes in with them. Mm. And the, the the boys that are about my age are built and nice-looking guys. You have my attention, guys. though. You said the right but word. But they do nothing for me. The dad mm-hmm. with the gray hair and the gray beard that's working out with him all the time, I'm like, that's a good-looking man. <laughs> and I think that everybody else would try to hook me up with, like, the one about my age, I'm like, no, that dad. I'm telling you, I have, I swear, I think I've said for the past 10 years that if something happens to my husband, my base age is 60. I'm not going below that. I always think, because they're always in there working out, and I think they think they're, like, hot shit. And I'll look over to see the three of them, and I'm like, uh-huh. you guys aren't even the hot ones. <laughs> <laughs> I literally think that. Yeah. I'm like, I think, because I always see them up there like, oh, 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 and the dad's just like, chill, and mm-hmm. like. I'm, I'll need you to take a photo. and I would so try to steal a photo. The, I just, I want to be the judge of this. Okay. I want to see if you're right. Okay. Let's I'm totally going to try. I'm helping you. I usually I'm see them you. four to five times a week. So I'm going to steal. Are you bragging about going to the gym? Fuck you, Mel. I'm saying that's how often they <laughs> They usually come about, they're usually leaving about the time I get there. I do think it's cute that they all come together. Yeah, that is sweet. Often. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My brother sent me a picture of this guy at the gym he met the other day. And he was like, hey, fam, look out. And it was a picture of him and the guy side by side. The guy looks identical to him. But really? he's like, he's like, he's like 20 years younger. And he's like. I fear that this, he's going to have to kill me. Like, this is what I'm like, there can only be one. You know, he was like, he was like, I feel like we're going to have to fight to the death. Like, he's like, same sense of humor. They look really, really alike. They both, they met at the gym. Like, they have a lot of things in common. He was like, it's fucking weird. (laughs) This guy's like 20 years younger than me and just like me. And I was like, just watch your back. (laughs) All right. So let's talk about Evie. So I mentioned earlier on Tuesday's episode, all her freebies. So she's got three free books right now, and they're all the first in the series. Thunder Thighs, Clean Sweep, and The X List. All of these are on sale until October 7th slash 8th around that time. So make sure you grab those free ones before they're gone. Her newest release is called Not My Type, and I've got the book buyer for that. I'll read it for you. He doesn't do relationships. She doesn't do flings. Everything they thought is about to unravel. Frankie, when you say you're a sexologist, people imagine Marilyn Monroe. They don't expect a woman who uses a wheelchair. As the host of the All Access podcast, I'm breaking barriers, crushing stigmas, and creating sexual connections that are fulfilling for my fans. I'm like Cupid, but with with pink hair and fewer diapers. Only, I've hit a snag. A lovely listener wants some advice about accessible role play. And I'm drawing a big fat blank, which leaves me with no option but to go get out there and give it a go, which is how I meet Jay Wood, rigor, carpenter, and all-around hottie. I'd be open to letting him win, wine and dine me, only Jay isn't my type. He's not a one-girl kind of guy. Monogamy isn't even in his vocabulary, and I'm not a woman who's settled for being second choice. But the closer we get, the more Jay has me tied up in knots. And it's making me think maybe I could compromise and accept a little wood in my life, even if it's only temporary. Jay, Frankie's funny, intelligent, and ridiculously sexy. This should be a no-brainer. A little fun in the sheets and a little romp with some ropes. Simple. 
Only the infuriating woman is asking for more. I'm not that kind of guy. I wouldn't even know how to be that kind of guy. I'm the definition of easy. It'll be fine. We'll be friends, just friends. So why does my heart feel frayed? And why is it I can't help but consider taking the ultimate leap of faith, tying myself to Frankie permanently? So this one is so cool because the not my type, the cover on it is so pretty. It's actually got a girl in a wheelchair on it, which is like, you just never see that. Mm -hmm. And so I love this, this idea of like, she's the one to change him and it's a new experience for the both of them. I just, it's so cool. So I'm really glad. It's super cute cover. Yeah. I'm not normally into the cartoon cover, but this is really cute. Yeah, it was really, really cute. So I love it. I'm glad she brought it to us. Anyways, watching the YouTube. (laughs) Watching the YouTube. Oh, yeah. Nice. (laughs) Yep. I love it. Um, So, yeah. So make sure you grab all those. Grab the new one. Grab the free ones. Everything else. And um, enter to win this week's giveaway, which is a signed paperback. And it's open internationally. So do all that good stuff. And um, just thanks, Evie, for being with us. So let's play the second installment. Let's give it to them. We'll see you guys on the other side. Chapter 4. Rune. I hauled Gabby into the cubicle, flicking the curtains closed with a rough tug. With barely restrained desire, I backed my gorgeous wife up. My hands falling to her ass my lips rough as I demanded kiss after kiss from her greedy lips. Fuck, I muttered, grinding my body against hers. Fuck. I take it ropes are something you like? Gabby panted, one of her clever hands slipping between us to cut my cock. I grunted, sucking in a deep breath in an attempt to find some level of control. Shit. I muttered, pressing my forehead against hers. Gabby chuckled, the sound sending a vibration of arousal shooting through my dick. Someone scratched at the curtain. Are you two okay in there? Anything we can help with? Lee asked from the other side of the closed curtain. I stepped back from Gabby reaching for the printed instructions which showed how to form the knots and slips into a harness. We're fine, Gabby called as I tried to pull myself together. Let me know if you need anything. We will. I listened as Lee moved to the next cubicle. Do you want to be top or bottom? I asked Gabby, picking up a length of rope, my back to her. Don't you mean rigor or bunny? I shot my gorgeous wife a grin over my shoulder. Which one, babe? She considered me for a moment. You want to tie me up? More than anything. I grunted, unable to voice what I wanted for fear of influencing her. It has to be her choice. She moved to the mats, lifting a small chair as she went. Gabby's voice had taken on a husky note, her skirts settling around her as she took a seat on the chair beside the mat. I think I want you to tie me up. Thank God. Leg on or off? I asked, my voice low. She looked down at her prosthetic. Off, she decided, leaning forward her hands moving between her limb. Let me. I brushed her hands away. With slow, deliberate movements, I pressed the button to unclip the pin and remove her brightly colored prosthetic. I shifted to place it within reach, but off the mat. I did the same with her socks and liner, determined to kiss every inch of skin I revealed. Gabby's breath caught, her thighs clenching at my touch. On the mat or chair? I asked, my voice gruff. Mat, I think. She stuttered, placing her hands on my shoulders. Still crouched before her, I lifted Gabby off the chair, sliding her down to the floor. 
My woman was more than capable of doing this herself, and I knew if we were in any other situation, she'd have shoved me away with a laugh and completed the transition herself. But here, in this quiet cubicle with the warm, soft light caressing her golden skin, Gabby allowed me to lead. It was a heady experience. Don't blow this. Think of something else, like juice. No one gets revved up over juice. There's guava and watermelon and orange and kale. Kale? No one likes kale. Think of kale. Think of fucking kale. Bringing myself under control, I moved the chair off the mat, returning to Gabby to pick up a length of rope. Same safe words? I asked, referring to the ones we used at home. She nodded, a flush darkening her cheeks. Anywhere you don't want me to touch? Her lips quirked into a smile. No. My blood began to burn. Shit, Kale, 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 Kale. Touching? Her voice dropped to a low whisper. Whatever you want, Rune, I trust you. A low moan worked its way over the partition wall, filling our cubicle. We both froze, eyes locked, heat building between us. Rune? Hmm? Tie me up. Fuck yes. Chapter 5 Gabby I shifted allowing Rune to position me, my eyes drifting closed as he ran fingers over my skin. His lips found the curve of my neck, lingering as he teased me. Dress on or off? He asked, his chest pressing tight against my back, his arms wrapping around my body to fist my skirts as his mouth continued to tease my heated skin. Off. I expected Rune to hurry, to rip my dress free. Instead, he slowly peeled the fabric up my thighs, the material its own form of torture. Rune, I breathed his name, a needy ache throbbing between my thighs. I've got you. A murmured conversation reached us from the cubicle next door, the words muffled but the tone clear. It's the thruple. A whimper slipped between the partition walls, an answering moan catching in my throat. I'd never considered myself a voyeur, never considered myself an exhibitionist either. And yet, in this moment, with Rune touching me, his erection like molten steel against my back, I couldn't help but feel my desire build. He pulled my dress off, shifting, then returning a moment later, something soft brushing against my lips before settling in my lap. The rope. Anticipation began to sizzle in my veins. All fears burned away as needy heat pulsed through my body. My eyes remained shut, my breaths shallow as Rune moved me, his hands decisive and warm against my skin. Touch me. I'm going to remove your bra, okay? I nodded, unable to speak. Whisper-soft kisses peppered my body as he began to bind me, the rope soft but unyielding. With deliberation, Rune bound my breasts, then my chest, then shifted to wrap cord around my thighs. I began to lose myself to the new tension building in my muscles. The ropes, the lack of control, and Rune's whispered praise crashed together to unleash a new awareness of my body. I am magnificent. With a sigh, I gave myself over to the control he wielded, yielding to the urge to surrender to him. There's a power in this dynamic, a magic in trusting someone enough to allow them to bind you. Being 
vulnerable with the person you love, having faith that they will care for you. It's incredible. Rune's brisk touch brought me back as he stretched my legs open, revealing my core. One hand cupped my cheek, his voice low but demanding. Open your eyes. I want you to watch. My lids fluttered open, my gaze catching his. Molten fire. His gorgeous eyes were ablaze with desire, his expression fiercely intense. There was an almost violent edge to his control, as if he were warring with himself. Rune's fingers pressed against my underwear. So wet, Gabby. My breath caught, a whimper escaping me. Sorry, I whispered, all too aware of the other couples in the cubicles. Rune leaned in, his mouth a bare breath away from mine. Let them hear. I groaned, loud and needy as he pulled back, reaching for the rope once more. Rune. My voice was unrecognizable, breathy and threaded with dark desire. Rune, kiss me. He flicked me a look cool and distant as he began to wrap the ropes around my wrists, binding them to my spread thighs. No. My body shuddered at his refusal, my desire perfuming the room, my muscles beginning to strain as he reminded me that I had no control. Finished with my hands, he moved me holding my body up as rope slipped between my legs. Next time, no underwear. I was about to ask what he meant when rope slid along my underwear, pressing the material to my slit. Rune's fingers moved to settle a thick knot of rope against my clit. Oh, God. My husband paused in his tying, his palms brushing against my nipples. A gentle caress felt at odds with the hot bite of the rope, the juxtaposition fueling my arousal. Don't worry, I'm not done yet. Rune drifted behind me, pulling the final knot tight. Pressure warred with pleasure, the feeling of restriction, a powerful aphrodisiac. I glanced at Rune finding his dark gaze on me. I now understand the term bunny. If I were the prey, then Rune was the hunter, and his expression said he wanted nothing more than to eat me up. Yes, please. Chapter 6 Rune I'm jealous of rope. Seeing my wife whimper and shudder as the fibers kissed her skin, watching as marks began to mar her perfect body, it threw me how much I relished this. How my blood burned to push her further, to take her higher. I glanced down at the instructions, knowing that our time was getting close to being done. Until you learn your bunny's limits... Keep the play to 15 to 20 minutes. I finished tying off the last knot, then drifted hands across her skin, stroking and pinching, tugging the ropes to draw gasps from her luscious lips. I wish to hell I'd brought a bullet vibrator to tease her. Next time. I began to move the knot at her clit, rubbing and delighting in her inability to control this moment. Bound as she was, Gabby could only beg for release. Rune, please, she panted, her body quaking with the effort to find her release. Please. For a long moment I held off, denying her wish. Have you been a good girl? I whispered my teeth nipping at her earlobe. She shuddered, the ropes tightening against her skin. Yes, 
I grinned, a dark need heating my blood. Is that a question? I asked, pressing the knot tighter against her core, rubbing it against the material of her underwear, knowing she wanted more. Or a statement. A statement. Her voice shuddered, her thighs clenching as I pushed her higher. Mmm, good. I gave her what she wanted, rubbing the now-soaked knot against her, driving her wild. Gabby strained against the ropes, her body shaking as she came, her gasping moans loud and wild, joining those of the other couples. Fuck. I finished her, my body aching to rip the ropes free, to make love to my wife just as she deserved. A bell tinkled, breaking through the breathy moans and throaty groans that were a soundtrack to our discovery. Take your time, my lovelies, Lee called from the other side of the curtains. But begin to remove the ropes. I'll bring around some recovery items shortly. Remember, there is no rush to leave. There are no right or wrong feelings. Just embrace the emotions. Give in to them. Ask for what you need. For a moment, I considered freeing Gabby, scooping her up and rushing out to the car so I could take us to the hotel and fuck my wife until we were both spent. But staring at her bound body, I realized this was yet another part of the scene. Releasing her presented another opportunity to drive my wife crazy with lust, to maintain the eroticism of the moment. I slowly removed the ropes, unwrapping Gabby as if she were a gift solely for my pleasure. I savored the catch of her breath, the little whimpers and moans as I freed her, my fingers running over the slight indentations on her skin. Does it hurt? I asked, freeing her arm from her thigh, my hand cupping her wrist and stroking the angry flesh. No, Gabby whispered, her eyes still shut tight. It feels good. I checked her body for burns, grateful to find none. There was a scratch at the curtains as I removed the final length of rope, lightly pressing a kiss to her skin. May I come in? Lee asked softly. I reached for the blanket, wrapping a now shaking Gabby in warm material. Yes. Lee walked in, setting a large serving tray beside the mat. Tea, water, and a grazing platter, she said, pointing at each of the items. Warmth, love, and food, or sugar, might be in order depending on the experience. She smiled at Gabby, who was snuggling deep into my chest. In the pot, you'll find warm water and a washcloth. She looked to me, her gaze considering. Did you have any issues, rope burn, pinching? I shook my head. Gabby? Gabby sucked in a breath, but also shook her head. If you find you have any tingling, dizziness, or burns, please call me straight away. This is all about safety, and we want you to walk away from here ready to explore at home. I nodded, hands running slowly over Gabby's back. Lee grinned. As we said, take all the time you want. The club is open all night. She rose gracefully, pausing at the curtain. Oh, and there's some condoms on the tray as well. She sent me a wink. Have fun, you two. The curtain jerked shut, enclosing us in the space I'd begun to think of as ours. For a long moment, all I did was hold a shivering Gabby in my arms, rubbing soothing circles across her back as she clutched me tight. Rune? Hmm? I asked, trying to ignore the ache in my cock. Make love to me. I huffed out a laugh. Here? Now? Gabby tilted her head back, 
her eyes bright with love and desire. Absolutely. Well, fuck. What could I say to that? As you wish, beautiful. Chapter 7 Gabby Rune gently lay me back on the mat, his hands worshipping me as his mouth drifted over my body. Magnificent, he murmured, the blanket falling free. For a second, I remained stiff, rigid against him as doubts assaulted me. Are we really doing this? Then he made a noise, a mix between a groan and a grunt, and I melted, my body pliant and welcoming. Fuck, he muttered, peppering kisses down my stomach as he made his way to my underwear. The trust you placed in me, Gabby. Fuck. My body clenched, reacting to the raw emotion in his voice. I love you. He rocked onto his knees, hands dropping to my underwear as he ripped the soaked material from my body. I fucking know. He tore at his fly, shoving his jeans down his thighs, then covered me, his cock hard against me. Can't wait. I can't fucking wait. You pushed me too far, Gabby. Too fucking far. His scruff rasped against my skin as he bit my collarbone, his hand finding my clit, my arousal coating my inner thighs. Fuck. So fucking wet. The feel of his clothing against my skin heightened my desire. The knowledge that this experience had affected him to such a degree ruined me. Fuck me, I demanded, spreading my thighs. Fuck me, husband. Claim me. Mark me as... He thrust into me, his rigid cock a searing heat between my legs. Gonna fuck you rough, he growled against the shell of my ear. Stop me if it's too much. It won't be. His teeth grazed my shoulder, nipping at the sensitive skin as he slid his thick cock into me, thrusting hard and fast, violently seating himself, possessing my body. Rune, I gasped, throwing my head back, my body clenching and clutching at his intrusion. Fuck! His body began to move, his cock thrusting roughly in and out of me, bottoming out. Curses and praise fell from my lips, Rune's filthy words driving me harder. Can anyone hear? Shit, should I be quieter? Oh God, who fucking cares? Rune pulled back slightly, changing his angle to fuck up and into me. My eyes rolled back into my head, a strangled scream ripped from my throat. He answered by picking up his pace, his body rough and heavy, the weight and heat of him clashing with the filthy praises falling from his lips. Come. Fuck. Rune pulled my head up, capturing my lips in a violent kiss, our bodies arching together as we rode out our orgasms. I dropped back onto the mat, my body crushed by his as he flopped on top of me. We lay, gasping for breath, our bodies still singing with arousal. Rune? I asked after a long moment. Hmm. He nuzzled my throat, pressing sweet, lazy kisses to my overheated skin. About this bondage thing? He stilled, his head lifting, his gaze narrowed on me. Yeah? I grinned. I think we can safely say it's a yes. For a beat, he stared at me as if unsure what to do. Then his head tilted back and he let out a long, loud belly laugh, his body shaking mine. Fuck, Gabby, I love you. I pushed at his chest, 
my stomach growling. Now, let's eat then head back to the hotel. I want to try tying you up. He caught my face in his big hands. I love you, wife of mine. I melted, lifting my head for a kiss. And I love you, my kinky husband. Epilogue Rune Gabby, you home? In the lounge. I followed the smell of chocolate, frantically wondering if I'd missed a birthday or anniversary. What's the okay? I broke off, stopping in the doorway. Skin, lace, rope, chocolate. My brain malfunctioned, my cock taking over. Fuck, is it our anniversary? Gabby chuckled, running hands up her sides to cup her breasts. No, silly, but your special delivery arrived today, and I started reading, and one thing led to another, and... She gestured at the accessories decorating our coffee table. Surprise! Having discovered our kinky side, I'd gone a little crazy in my pursuit to please my wife. Books like The Seductive Art of Japanese Bondage had now become regular reading material as I attempted to expand my knowledge and give Gabby all her heart and pussy desired. Is that chocolate? It was a stupid thing to say, but when presented with the abundance of my gorgeous wife, I tended to go a little stupid. Mm-hmm. Gabby leaned over, dipping her finger in the pot. I thought we might try a little body art. With a sassy grin, she slowly dragged her finger across her breasts, leaving a trail in her wake. My bag clattered to the ground, my hands fumbling at my belt. Fuck. Why did I wear a belt today? Fuck that, why did I wear pants? I should invest in a loincloth or a kilt. Fuck it, I'm buying a kilt. Those Scots know what's up. I managed to loosen my pants, stumbling a little as I hurried across the room. Gabby picked up a small vibrator, switching it on. No, I said, voice hoarse. Let me. Well, Gabby took a seat on our sofa, spreading her thighs wide. I won't say no. I dropped to my knees, my hands gliding across her soft skin, Need to taste your greedy mouth. She leaned down and we kissed, our mouths moving together in a savage display of needy hunger. Fuck, need to lick you. I growled, hands sliding up her body to tug the scrap of lace from her breasts. Need to suck these gorgeous breasts. Gabby's tits bounced free, Falling into my hands, heavy and full. My mouth watered to taste her dark nipples, to lick the salt from her skin. Fuck, baby. I shifted down, sucking first one nipple into my mouth, then the other, my thumb brushing across the erect buds of her breasts. Rune. My wife's throaty groan fueled my desire, urging me on as I pressed long, lingering kisses to each breast, gently sucking, then grazing teeth softly over her sensitized skin. I licked the chocolate from her, growling as the sweetness burst across my tongue, mingling with her taste. Delicious. Wait, Gabby panted placing a hand on my cheek as I left her breast and began to kiss my way down her body. I want to taste you first. For a moment, I nearly denied her. Such was my desire for a taste of her sweet cunt. Please. The throaty request had me surging to my feet, stripping myself naked before returning to crowd over her. Suck me, I ordered. Fisting her hair. Gag on my cock, then we'll see about getting you off. 
Gabby's body shivered with pleasure, her eyes sparkling as she licked her lips, her fingers curled around my aching erection. Yes, sir. She leaned in, her lips sliding over my length, sucking me deep. With practice, she began to work me, fucking my cock with her mouth and hand, the golden heat of her mouth driving me wild. I reached down, playing with her breasts as she sucked me, pulling whimpers from her. Rune, she breathed my name, her body arching as I pinched her pretty nipples, knowing it would drive her crazy. Fuck this. I dropped back to my knees, my mouth descending to cover her hot mound. Her taste exploded on my tongue, and I instantly became lost in the scent, the feel, the taste of her, relishing the way her body opened for me. Good girl, I praised, shifting to work my thumb against her clit while my tongue moved lower. You taste so fucking good, Gabby. Her body shook around me, a flood of fresh wet heat coating my tongue. I circled and stroked, finding a rhythm that drew druggy moans and desperate pleas from her lips. Rune, I need more. Beg me for it. She groaned, her body shuddering at my order. Please, make me come. Please, Rune. Please, sir. Fuck me. I need your cock. Please. Good girl. I redoubled my effort, my cock weeping in agony as I denied myself her hot pussy. I ignored my need, focusing entirely on my gorgeous wife. Her hips bucked as she came, flooding my mouth, her cries of pleasure filling the room. Yes! My control snapped as I feasted, her climax on my tongue, guiding her through this orgasm and starting in on the next. Need you in me? She tugged my hair roughly, trying to heave me up her body. Please. I gave in, covering her sweet body with mine. Ready? I asked, positioning us. She sucked in a breath, her skin flushed, her hair a riot. Yes. I fucked up and into her, knowing she needed a rough claiming, knowing she wanted this brutal fucking as much as I did. Rune, fuck, yes! I tried not to let her praises go to my head, but fuck, I was only human. I struck up a demanding, punishing rhythm, desperate to make this as good for her as it was for me. I moved back, hands shifting her as I changed our angle. What? Wanna see? I grunted. Her gaze dropped, following mine to where my cock slid in and out of her tight snatch. Her body opened to me. Rune. We moved together, fucking hard, her teeth finding my chest as our violent delight reached a glorious end. Milk me, Cappy. Fuck my cock. Let me. I broke off as her orgasm ripped through her her pussy clamping around my cock, pulling an answering orgasm from deep inside me. I fucked her through it, then collapsed beside her on the sofa, drawing her into my side. As we recovered, I breathed in the scent of our lovemaking, relishing this fucking incredible woman. My wife. Love you, Gabby. She chuckled nuzzling into my side. You just love good sex. I cupped her cheek, lifting her head up to stare into her gorgeous eyes. Absolutely, but the sex is only fantastic because it's with you. She melted against me, leaning in to press a sweet, lingering kiss to my lips. Sweet talker. I glanced at the sex toys spread across our coffee table. Still interested? Of course. I slowly began to trace soft patterns across her inner thigh with one hand, 
Should we move this to the bedroom? I leaned over, slowly dragging a length of rope off the table. Gabby's breath caught, her body flushing. I love you, she whispered, her hand pressing to the skin above my heart. Now tie me up. I laughed, catching her mouth in a hot kiss. With pleasure. This has been The A-List, a Thor's shipbuilding slice of life by Evie Mitchell. Read for you by El Sonali. Welcome back. Hey. Thanks so much again, Amy, for being with us and hanging out and bringing your book to us. And you guys remember to go check out everything and follow along. Up next week, we have got C.G. Burnett with a brand new book. It's called Closing Time. Super excited to have it. I haven't read any of her books yet. And I, I think she was recommended by a lady listener, like sent, a lady listener sent us an email and was like, hey, you should ask this person. I was like, awesome, let's do it. Like we are all the time taking recommendations. So if you have somebody you want to hear on the podcast, send us an email, readmeromance.gmail.com and we'll reach out. It's about time to start planning the next season, it is. which I can't even think about it right now. I'm like, oh my God, <laughs> because it's so many. But, um, yeah, like season 10's coming up, which I just, I can't even believe it. I don't know how many years we've been doing this now. I'm like, I I've know. lost count. Oh my God, I don't want to think about it. <sighs> I know. So, all right. I think that's it. Jesus, that's so right. much, but it's been great. <laughs> Tell them what to do. Fuck your day up. Make today your bitch. Don't be a dick. Bye, guys. Bye. Read me romance.